0: Message where she was like, "You guys are actually really entertaining." I was like, "Huh, it's weird." No,
1: yeah, it's kind of it like it's on, it's almost like you're ready for somebody to say, "You're not very good." Yeah. And so whenever somebody's like, "Oh man, I really like your show," you're like, "Are you sure? Are you did sure?" You listen
0: to ours? Which one? Yeah. Why?
1: What episode? Yeah, yeah. It's it always like it's a constant constant barrage of questions from there in on out. Like, why did you like it?
0: But dude, it's like the reason that we started to begin with, and the reason we went about it the way we did. Like, so many people are like, "Well, what are you going to talk about?" I don't know. Well, when are you going to do it? I don't know. How long and what on? I don't know. And it's like, well, it's not. I don't know for no reason. It's I don't know because we didn't want to set too many expectations, and then like
1: the bar was set so low. In and fact, we've in, exceeded it. Yeah, by our own expectations.
0: That's right. We set excited. it on the ground and we strolled right over it. <laughs> that's our. That should be our motto here. In fact, what? In fact, what? You said in fact. Oh, I I don't know what I said. I'm sorry. Okay,
1: well that's fine. I was gonna look up you when I came in here. You're like, dude, it's been a
0: year, and you've been saying that for years. It just feels like a year, man. I gotta look. It Here. felt, but everything felt like it started over again in April because I remember April being the first like month of like COVID, right? Yeah, it could Mo- be. that was the like the lockdown month last year, 2020.
1: That uh, was the end of March.
0: End of March, right? And yeah. then April and then we was started like
1: in April episode. Oh, dude, this is crazy. Episode one was May fifth, 2020.
0: Whoa, anniversary. today!
1: I know this isn't gonna launch May. 5th, I want but your today finest bottle of
0: wine right now. I'm breaking my whole thirty. Will
1: you? Will you? Do you promise? I will open it. <laughs> No, oh. save
0: that for your anniversary. Uh,
1: no, I wasn't gonna open that one, but I would mm. open up a nice one. A year, I'd open a year old one, <laughs> a year old wine, Corona wine. <laughs> oh man, oh that's so funny. We didn't even mean to do. This is why we don't plan. Do you feel like you, this is Yeah, amazing. it's just
0: a random coincidence, right? Good
1: job, good job, yeah. us. Huh? Cheers. What about awesome. I have wine?
0: We really are awesome. We're awesome for so many reasons, but. Just our sheer love. Somebody
1: the other day was like, "Marshall, do you like? You don't even need other people to compliment you because you just compliment yourself all the time."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah, well, that's how I
0: keep myself motivated. You know, it's like people ask me a lot, and it's like it's like they want me to assure them that you are not really the way that you are. And I've gotten to know you for a long period of time, and I'm like, no, no, he, this is he is that way. Oh, I don't. He's, don't he's all of those things. Exactly and, know what you're saying. And but my, thank, well, thank I think you? we all know what we am saying. Uh, my awesome quality is that for some reason it just doesn't bother me. Yeah.
1: It's is uh, yeah something you've been able to cut through before where everybody else gets this like intimidation factor at some point in time and yeah. you're like, I don't care.
0: It's like they're threatened and, uh, offended at the same time, which is not a good combination to be in. Hmm. Yeah. Threatened and offended.
1: Sometimes, that,
0: sometimes a little more than one than the other, you know?
1: Is that where we live in life right now? Just people are offended too much and threatened too much. I think
0: we live in a time where people are afraid to put themselves out there and I think that they react to other people who are willing to put themselves out there and and taking risk is cliche. It's not just taking risk. It's like being vulnerable, right? Putting, putting your skills on the line. Like we didn't know how to do a podcast a year ago. Many would argue we still don't know how to do a podcast, but we've gotten better Our skills on the line and we put our skills on the line, Right. And it wasn't as though we were hiding it from people either. We were like, yeah, we do a podcast and we were like looking at each other like, we don't really do a podcast. We just kind of go to our garage and talk, but we did it. And now I feel like we've advanced. And now it's a studio. Yeah. Now it's a studio. Look look at this. This is is an amazing studio. It's got mahogany wood.
1: (laughs) Is that mahogany gold trim? Didn't you say
0: you wanted to make a studio at your house? I do. You know, I saw this, um, cool, like you can buy like, podcast kits now that's how mainstream it is and it's just like mics and a little soundboard and a computer did
1: we did we jump on the bandwagon or did we start the train
0: well it depends on whether you're talking about within our circle or like nationally nationally no for sure not we were like we jumped on the bandwagon we were like 10 years too late oh man yeah I think the first like real podcasts were probably out in like 2006 or 7. But
1: in our circle of influence
0: very much we were just like we were the pioneers. We're
1: pioneers. Oh, that feels
0: good. Does feel good. Wow. Now I feel like pioneers. I'm like the old salty veteran of of podcasting because I've done a whole 30 episodes.
1: 41 episodes. 41. So this is something you brought up when you were like I think it's been a year and I didn't verify till just now. You're like, It's been a year, but how how are we only at forty episodes? Yeah, the math doesn't add up. It doesn't cause there's fifty two weeks in a year.
0: We did miss like a three week period. Well they okay, well that would put us at forty nine for reasons undisclosed. And then we I think there were some holiday periods we took off. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So you so you're getting down there. Yeah.
1: You, and we we, don't, we, we don't, don't want this to rule our life.
0: No. No. Certainly no, I don't want it to rule my life. Speaking of ruling life, today I was gonna ask you. Social media. Yes.
1: Was it social media? Mark
0: Zuckerberg. No, I don't know what you were talking about.
1: Oh, man. No, that's not what it... No, I'll get there. But you... See, you tangent me because I was looking at things uh, on... Oh, well, Bill Gates was one of the things I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about influences. Mm -hmm. I'm about to spiderweb, so let me just get out there. I want to talk about influences. But Bill Gates is one of the subjects on there. And, you know, he put an announcement that they're getting divorced, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, I was like, oh, this is crazy. I'm going to look this up. And I was looking at his net worth... And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of money. And it's like $123 billion or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it has all the links below. Like, you know, when you look something up and it goes, also, this person you might be interested in, uh, Jeff Bezos worth whatever billion mm-hmm. dollars. And then... Uh, Elon Musk. Elon brain. Musk, right? And all these people. And it has Bill Gates at... How old is Bill Gates? Like 67 years old or 65 years old. Elon Musk. He is, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's some weird things. I, he's that old because... His former girlfriend was like older than him. He doesn't look
0: a day over 56.
1: He looks very many days over that. Are Mm. you kidding? Look at him. Oh, yeah. He looks, he looks
0: old. He just looks like a classic, like nerdy. He I see, here's what it is. He's two things at one time. He's a nerd and he's old, but his nerd comes out stronger. I
1: think what happened is you're looking at only older pictures of him.
0: No, I saw one. Uh, yeah, you might be right. (laughs) Well, define old because I think I've seen one that's like at least in the last decade. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. Well, we all know that 55 is very different than 65. 10 years, that's, like, 10 years from 35 to 45 might not make that big of a difference, but 55 to 65
0: is substantially different. Yeah, he is pretty old. His wife looks, well, ex-wife looks really old, too. She's, like, nine years younger than him. <sighs> she See?
1: Not ex-wife. Listen,
0: I'm going to say something controversial. Women just age a little differently. Like... <laughs>
1: You said differently. Worse, I think, is what you were looking at. Yeah, it's, it's like true a, though. My wife says it too. She's like, men get more distinguished over time,
0: and women just get old. Yeah, and I, I like, just, I know that's
1: why we're. That's like, why a lot of them m- going to trade up. I almost said worse.
0: My wife is... <laughs> didn't
1: mean to say <laughs> we're going
0: to trade up. We are not trading up. Just apply for our wives that don't listen. Um, I, my true. wife always gives me a hard time because I'm three years older than her. She's 33. and 36. And I said something to the tune of like, well, that's okay. Cause I'm basically starting to get better looking at this point in mm-hmm. my life. And you at the age of 30, you're in decline. I'm sorry to say at your I, sex.
1: Yeah. I feel like 30 is like the peak of a woman, maybe 40 now, like 40 is the new 30. But I feel like if you're a woman at 50, that that's, it's, that's it's,
0: old. It's hard to justify. Yeah. 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 It just. Yeah, for sure. That's why here's, there's marriage, man. Committed a,
1: relationships, we're in it for the long haul. Why do you You're think welcome? I'm
0: reluctant to commit to your church because I'm about to make some moves?
1: Oh, Okay. <laughs> You're like, "What what do you, how do you guys feel about divorce?" <laughs> Let's what do talk you guys about divorce? Be,
0: how how accepting are you? Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think about and not just for not just for divorce sake, for trading in for young right, women? What It's trade
0: feel about. Listen, that? I'm in the car business. I only know trading up. Yeah. Okay, let me ask well, you that's this. That's in
1: the Bible. There's lots of Men being married to lots of women. You you've but seen good. you've seen good this,
0: thing. and I don't even know if this is like a modern trend, but like women who get like all the face stuff done, like the lip filler, the cheek Ugh, filler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my wife just told me about this new strange fad, which I, you're going to think I'm lying to you, but it's 100 percent real. I see. Women like fluffier fluffier eyebrows
1: no it, my, my wife did that one time where they were like they looked like caterpillars caterpillars and i was like take them off yes i will not go out with you that is <laughs> i'm not okay with i that. laughed
0: out loud when she told me and i thought she was kidding and she was showing me the picture of her friend who's 25 years old also known as a child okay and yeah. very much in the know with like fashion she's like no like this is legitimate and then apparently there's like wax or glue they use to like intentionally like fluff them up what are your thoughts on these um, trends with like looks? Do you think women are looking younger as they get older or do you feel like they just look weirder as they get older yeah. with all the lip filler stuff? Because my thought is, you know, I'm if no, you know, they, they don't look good because
1: you know, who's one yeah. of them? Ariana Grande. I was just talking to her. her huh, I was just talking to my son about her because she was at like the Oscars or something. I didn't watch the Oscars, but I saw some like TikTok. So slow motion video. Of people.
0: Nobody watched the Oscars.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. People did. It wasn't nobody. It was close to nobody. There were some <laughs> presence. Of Nine people. million nobodies. Nine. Okay. Well. Anyway, she her lips looked super weird, which changed the whole structure of her face. And I was like, mm-hmm. "You look weird." And you know how like some people, yes, they were born with the wrong nose mm-hmm. or whatever. But some people get work done, and you're like, "Ah, you." I think God designed you with your bigger teeth, mm-hmm. or your bigger ears, or big eyes, or whatever for a reason. It offset your giant lips or whatever. Well, and it ex- when they get something fixed, it accentuates something else. You're like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That wasn't meant to be. That's, that's what I have noticed too, is that there's maybe one out of a hundred women who get work done of some sort, especially in the face. The face seems to be a particular region that like, you don't want to mess with it too much. Cause it really upsets yeah. like the balance of your face. Right. And I noticed that they do things that they think offset what they perceive as their biggest like facial weakness. Right. So they may look at themselves and you probably do this too. I do it where you look at yourself and you go have this one feature. Where you're like, that's oh, yeah, just I got it. one thing I would fix. Two. And I think women do that and they overcompensate in that area. To whereas like you and I might look at that woman and go, Your face is fine, you look great. And then they overcompensate, And then they overcompensate with some surgery and it totally takes that feature and makes it way more noticeable mm-hmm. and way worse looking. And I'm like, Oh, you messed up. You ever up. watch
1: that show botched? Yes. i w I'm like, don't ever even if you feel like you need a boob job, just don't, go to the right person, don't go to Mexico, don't right. go to Canada, or just don't do it, because you, dude, once it's botched, it's weird.
0: Dude, what are your thoughts on... Um, and anybody good who listens know stuff. that I listen to Joe Rogan, and I constantly compare a podcast to that, and mm-hmm. we always come up failing. Mm-hmm. He talks a lot about um, regenerative like, it's medicine. It's just
1: very arrogant of you to think that we're that good. Always like, we're basically... But Joe it's Rogan.
0: awesome of me that I'm reaching for the stars, yeah. and well, that I want to be that good. Star. We have a fraction of his listeners, and by that I mean like... Multiple, I don't even know that serious. we have a fraction
1: of his listeners. We might have other <laughs> we listeners. A zero fraction of his
0: listeners. But he talks a lot about regenerative medicine like stem cells mm. and uh regenerative therapy where it's like they'll take portions of your own tissue and put it in it'll grow and they'll like help out. And he, but the weird thing is is he admits that he gets it done in like weird like South American countries because he's like it's not legal here. And he's oh, like, he does it. Himself. He does it. Yeah. Oh. He's like, I mean, he gets, uh, I mean, he admits he does testosterone or like, um, testosterone replacement. Cause Joe Rogan's like pushing 60, I think. Isn't that weird? He looks younger to me.
1: It's, but it doesn't it worry you that like you do that stuff and you have no idea what the long-term effects are. Right. And all of a sudden like one day your face just caves in. Right.
0: Or you develop a disease, something like that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think we're, we're naturally getting better looking over time. Why, why? Why mess that up with plastic And it's like,
0: dude, they say that uh, a big lesson for parents is like where they say, don't, you don't want to make your kids safer. You want to make them stronger. So like, don't worry about protecting them. Just make them strong. In the same way, it's like, I don't want to fix what's wrong with me as much as I want to just get more comfortable with who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a better lesson.
1: Yeah. I'd fix my double chin. I mean, I wouldn't fix it. I just know that I have it. Mm. And the beard covers it up, so I guess it's fixed. But every time I shave it, it's like people are like, oh, you shaved. What they're really saying is, oh, I can see your double chin. (laughs)
0: That's all right. Hey, I um, have one better than that. My sister-in-law saw a picture of me without a beard. And I've had like, I don't know what you call this a beard, but whatever this is for a long time. And she's like, don't ever shave that.
1: A nine o'clock shadow.
0: That's literally what she said. Don't ever see. And I was like, ouch, Tony, thanks.
1: Yeah. Well, and also what if this style goes away? I looked at uh, wedding pictures and I've been married almost 17 years. So mm-hmm. that's a while ago. Right. And everybody goes, you want the kind of wedding that's classic and timeless. And one of the things I wish I would have done is, not had a goatee. I just mm-hmm. feel like I don't like goatees, but I feel like they're just like time stamped. Mm-hmm. And even a beard, you know, you go, oh, okay, they're coming back. But they're always like, if yeah. you're clean shaven, if you're just the most simple. Yes. I should have been married in a t-shirt and jeans,
0: clean shaven. Yep.
1: And that would be timeless. Yeah, that's true. That's, like, that's weird. But you go, at least it's...
0: it's that's like there was aspects of bad. my wedding that I was like trying to push the envelope with a little bit. Like, I was like trying to convince my wife and my wife was very like, no. Don't think about now. What's cool now. Think about how this is going to age. And I was like, okay. So then I just got the usual like suit and I think Mm -hmm. a tie and like regular shoes. And I was like really bored with it at the time. I was like, this is what everybody wears. I hate this.
1: I went to somebody's wedding and they had it at like a classic small church, you know, with the pews. Mm -hmm. It looked so cool. And then they had like almost like fifties style suits. Mm I
0: was like,
1: wow, that, and I, I, it's not my style at all, but I go, that will always look good. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that too. And I, my uh, wedding, one part of it that I don't feel like was super like classic was it was like outdoor, kind of like farm. Yeah, I like that though. It was cool. But I go, I wonder how that's going to age. Because nothing, yeah. nothing beats a church. Church, Just right. a typical church. Well, we were outside. So you yeah. would have no idea. We were
1: outside of our church, but you had, you'd have no idea. Yeah. But I like, yeah, a small church with pews. Dude, a p- pews are, I, I feel like should be making a comeback. We mm-hmm. went to this church in uh, Eastern Washington and they refused over time to get rid of their pews like if you go to most churches they've gotten rid of pews and went to chairs Mm -hmm. and i don't know why because on a pew, you can say hey fit as many people in you as you want in it right Mm -hmm. But these are like bolted to the ground you can't rearrange that that uh auditorium if you wanted to there's Mm -hmm. just no way they're just bolted in there and we've gone to it for years and i'm like oh my gosh so old school and this last time i went i was like I don't know. I kind of like it. Why don't we go back to this? Mm -hmm. And will we ever go, will we go like, we've gone so evangelical in some of these churches, will they go back to just classic churches? Yeah, I noticed
0: that the churches I've gone to, the ones with the like chairs, the one thing I noticed is there's no place to put anything. Behind the chair in front of right, you. The, the then,
1: songbook, the Bible, the pencil. And dude, and and the, pen, visitor the card. pencil.
0: And dude, it, inevitably you pull one of those pa- pieces of paper out and somebody's written something on it that's interesting. It's a, kid, or like it's a, little, a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, it's entertainment. Yep. Now, now. Mrs. Evian Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> She's going to kill you. Yeah. It's not Bieber anymore. Bieber's not cool.
1: Are you kidding? She loves really? Justin Bieber.
0: Dude, now Have he, you seen Justin Bieber lately? He's got like dreadlocks and he looks like a total surfer.
1: Well, Okay, he's, so Justin Bieber's gone through a few transitions, mm-hmm. and one, he, he was like a Calvin Klein model for a little bit. Yeah. But now he's like married, and he's he has a religious album he just yeah. uh, dropped. He does cuss log in it, which I'm like, uh, how religious can you be <laughs> if you're dropping a bunch of those words? But you can get the clean version, and I think it's more like his childhood they went up. If you listen to it, you're like, oh my gosh, this this guy's pissed at some of the things that happened in his childhood about how he was made to be too famous to start, but kind of, uh, there's quite a few people that just missed that era. My daughter didn't. She loves him. Absolutely loves him. She listens to him all the time and it drives me and all of her friends
0: nuts. Well, hey, in fairness, I think we've played out the Kanye West album at work because yeah, that well, was like... I
1: started the Justin Bieber one. Oh, you did? I did, but nobody's carried it on.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's I a know... lot
1: of like talking in it too, like MLK uh, speeches in it too.
0: I yeah. Think. Huh. I haven't even heard that one. I did know he went like Christian though, because I was like, yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. And that was like years ago. He was really good friends with that, um, pastor. Who's like this huge, huge, like mega celebrity church pastor. that recently got like like, cheated on his wife and was disgraced and had to step down. And I was like, Ooh, burn. Mm. Same old story. Same Same old old story, man.
1: You know what? Power corrupts people. Absolutely. Is that what it is? Or absolute power corrupts people. Absolutely. Something like that. I mean, you just get tempted enough. The best of people with the best intentions, just
0: so what does that say for you though? Because to some extent, aren't you trying to be like you're? You're trying to be a big like influencer. You're probably trying to be rich and famous. I mean, famous. is that is that in did, my goal sheet? You I didn't don't see where that's. You really didn't down say anywhere. famous, but I have a feeling if someone offered you fame, you wouldn't turn it down. You I, specifically. I love how
1: you that that's like a thing. Hey, would you like fame? Here he it is. He has not denied it yet. Okay. Well, I don't. I, I think I wouldn't turn it down. I don't know that many people would. But I do go, okay, I see how people fall into it. It's like how politicians go,
0: I want to work for the people. And then you get so far removed
1: from the people, you don't start thinking like them.
0: So how would you protect yourself? Because to some extent, isn't everybody chasing, like moving up the financial ladder or the fame ladder or the popularity ladder? Everybody is. I think for me, it would be
1: my, I would hopefully I would still maintain a good relationship with my friends, my closest friends who would be like, Marshall, you're being an idiot. I, w- I would hope so, because I I don't I want to stay grounded. And
0: you already don't listen to them, so think if you were just you know would, think if just, you were I, more famous. I don't know about that. Yeah,
1: I think I do. I know you. Hey, so speaking of famous people, because I never came back to this. I was looking up what Bill Gates's net worth was, mm-hmm. and then it went to all those people. And I was talking about the ages of them, and mm-hmm. you got me wildly distracted mm-hmm. on how old women are. <laughs> <laughs> That's why back in the day they married young sixteen year olds. Like mm-hmm. way back in the day. More of a shelf life. Yeah, now that's not appropriate. <laughs> so anyway, uh all those people were like Jeff Bezos, I think, is in the sixties as well. They're, they're all kind of old. And then the other person that's on there is Mark Zuckerberg. And the uh-huh. dude's like thirty something, right? right? And I'm like, They're oh getting my younger. Gosh, he is the one that's up there. How weird would that be to be that young not only that wealthy and 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 famous but that influential like that guy i think that guy probably is more influential as far as how he can influence people not that people really care about mark zuckerberg cuz mm-hmm. i don't if he could say something no i don't think anybody really cares what he thinks but his platform that he has is more influential than bill gates yeah
0: well it's Joe like Logan, it's Donald like Trump, they say all like those uh,
1: people right or am i wrong in that n-
0: thing? no you're right i th- i definitely think he is i think he's probably m- Big, he's probably more influential than really any other media company that there is. I mean, certainly like CNN and like those places. Because I think like online news now is just like there's no value in it anymore because A, no one believes it. And B, it's like you can get that online. Like you could swipe through your feed and get updates on what's happening. And if it's big enough, it'll certainly make your feed. So it's like why even bother watching the news? Like I feel like old right. people watch the news more. So these social media platforms are becoming everybody's everything. Like, even if you everything.
1: do watch the news, like if you like Tucker Carlson – or
0: Sean Hannity or
1: uh even the CNN people like um Sean uh, uh, John Lemon and um mm-hmm. what's the other John guy Don Lemon Don John Lemon thank yeah. you um <laughs> John Lennon John Lennon uh, and then uh um Car- Anderson Cooper like they all have these they they take segments of them and then they put them on Facebook right mm-hmm. so you catch like a 5 minute clip of their episode you're mm-hmm. like oh okay that's all i really needed to know
0: Right that's what people are looking for Yeah but I also think that, so yes, I think he's probably one of the most, if not the most in influential, you know, person. Um, it's interesting to me though, because I wonder where that's going to lead because I go, social media is where people get so much now. And we talked about how he's young, right? And I'm noticing that there's this correlation between, you know, if you go back 20 or 30 years before social media, they're... I don't feel like young people had as much pull as they do now, but I feel like now young people can go on. They can start a TikTok that becomes popular. They can start an Instagram that becomes popular, a YouTube page that becomes popular. And then all of a sudden they are an influencer. And I feel like it opens up this. Was that in our last
1: podcast? Like, what do you, what do you want to be? And then my son was like a YouTuber. YouTuber. Maybe he didn't mean it that way, but that's how we interpreted it. He wanted to
0: make money off that. Yeah. Which I think, I think more, that's like more and more young people are like wanting. You could
1: literally say that in your class and be like, I want to be an influencer. Okay, well, where are you going to go to school to do that? Like, no, but like no, the more
0: the more power these younger people have, the more they wield the power, and so it's like it's almost like power is going down the ladder to like the younger people, and I feel like that's one of the reasons I think a guy like Mark Zuckerberg is like 30 years old and. Magically, the most powerful person. It's like there's a lot of like TikTok kids, literally kids who are like 13, mm-hmm. who have millions of followers. They're probably making a ton of money. I mean, they're like the Logan Paul brother. Um, Logan well, I haven't Paul. figured
1: out how they monetize TikTok yet because I do look at that and I go, wow, they have a lot of people following them. I see how it's monetized on like YouTube and Instagram, Instagram, but I don't quite get TikTok yet.
0: Yeah, I don't get it either.
1: Because I go, what's the benefit of having a million followers if there's? I don't have an ad here. Right. I'm watching your video, and then that was your video. I got no ad served up to me or anything, <laughs> unless you get famous enough where people start, you know, want to place product and go, hey, I don't know. Just- Sponsor this or make an energy drink and we'll be the people who make it for you. And you're just the label behind it or something. Or maybe it's know. just
0: somebody that plucks them out of TikTok and is like, you have a lot of followers. We're going to use you in some other platform. There's, there's
1: this guy. Yeah, that's true. There's this guy, Harry Mack. He's like this freestyle rapper. And I found him on TikTok and I'm like blown away by how amazing his raps are. I'm not saying they're like the most like... You He's know. no Eminem. <laughs> He's no like... In, probably not the best of lyrics or whatever, but you go, wow, his brain works in a different way where he can just start rapping about whatever he sees. He sees whatever you're wearing. He mentions that you have green pants and spiky hair and whatever drink you're drinking and the hat that you're wearing. And then they'll talk about the next person. And you're like, how does that even flow in there? It's a Mm -hmm. whole different mindset. So I had to show him to my wife, but I found him on TikTok and I go to his YouTube and then they, this is how he got monetized. Hyundai. I think, I think it was Hyundai. The car company was like, Hey, we're going to go. Maybe it's Mitsubishi. Doesn't matter. One of those cheap, car companies that um was like hey we're gonna go on like a world tour and we'll have you in different cars freestyle rapping to people and surprising strangers and then we'll be like brought to you by mitsubishi <laughs> and so that was how you got roped in i don't, I don't know, know man there's a lot of money there's a
0: way they're yeah, making money it is it's weird yeah it is interesting yeah mark zuckerberg young guy do you feel jealous of his success As a guy like that is there any sense of have you ever seen him talk no but not him as a person, but like...
1: Well, that's what you have to take Elon Musk is
0: young, too, right? I mean, relatively. 49. Is he 49? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Did you know he co-started um, PayPal?
1: Yeah. So he got a lot of his money.
0: Which... And now there's another rich... He went and he was partners with somebody who...
1: Do you, did you ever watch uh, the, what, Fire uh, fire Festival on... Yeah. The biggest party that ever happened by... What was the... Di- The guy that started that. But he started some,
0: like, cool... Billy, uh... Yeah, Billy something. something, rather. But,
1: yeah, he started, like, a credit card thing that was really cool and then he just took that money and then tried something else and it's like
0: a ponzi scheme the whole yeah, thing yeah.
1: it was but i mean you get enough people follow- some of these people are just really they just are really good like that's a true influencer whether he was a good influencer or a bad influencer do you I feel just like, am amazed that people follow
0: him no it's true and like and then even as that um fire festival documentary was so basically good. walking you through this epic scam and it was like mm-hmm. at the very end you're like oh my gosh the scope of this scam was huge then you find out, like, this, you know how at the end of every, like, movie or documentary, they follow up with, like, some subtitles saying, this is what's happening now? Yeah. And he was, like, trying to sell more fake tickets to people to yes. get more money. And I'm like, he's just rebooting again? Uh-huh. It's a- kind of amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, He and he used the same, like, list of people he had for the scam he already did. And he's like, well, we'll just scam yeah. those same he people. He just took
0: the fire Festival guest list and, like, blasted a spam email out to them.
1: Well, I one of the, one of the reasons I bring up Facebook... And Bill Gates. I actually wanted to cover both those things, and somehow we got them all together in a nice little nice. package. Yeah, It's one year
0: of experience right there. It really is. <laughs>
1: uh, it was written down on the whiteboard,
0: mm. wherever the whiteboard is. The whiteboard.
1: Remember we had an idea for a whiteboard. We're like, we should have a whiteboard. We'll throw all the ideas up there. We did.
0: And we were doing our podcast, In Your House for a while, and there was like a permanent whiteboard, and then we've migrated out to the I studio. I think
1: you use permanent marker, too, that all the same topics are on there, and they won't erase. Mm. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. thank you
1: for that. Mm-hmm. Well... You, you talk about influence and what's, I, don't, I just been thinking about a lot lately, like what's right and what's wrong. And on the reason why Bill Gates crossed my mind is because he's one of these pro vaccine people. He's pro like sponsor all the vaccine companies. Mm-hmm. He's also very pro population control. Mm-hmm. He's pro weirdo. Part of me goes, is that why his wife's leaving him now? Mm-hmm. to just go off the deep end and she knows something we don't know? Hmm. Uh, and then on Facebook, you get this, they're so pro get vaccinated
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like trying, it's weird that they're advertising. Somebody said it, they're like, this is such a bad pandemic that we have to tell people it's a pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm. Like if it was really a real pandemic or bad, we yeah. wouldn't have to keep reminding people. Right. It's, it's like I said in the beginning, like I was thinking this was going to be like a real... You know, like I think I use the term body bags in the streets. Like I thought I was going to really start seeing like the death count go up and it's like, yeah, exactly. Now they have to tell us how bad it is when we're like, you're looking around and you're just not, you're not seeing it and the numbers aren't supporting it. they're
1: not. And is it ethical for them, for them to have this big of a platform and be this influential and go, Hey, you need to go get vaccinated, vaccinated, whether you believe it or not, you go, I'm not sure they should be promoting that because
0: they're not equally sharing the risks. Well, what are your thoughts on? Um, they can't
1: be held. Are what, they not what, held liable to this? Threat? What are your thoughts
0: about people who don't get other vaccines? Like, if it was like the flu shot or measles or mumps or something like that, if I they don't did, think those are the same. Why? How?
1: Well, because the
0: spread of something that you could you could prevent.
1: Yeah, but the measles and, and mumps it's contagious versus the flu. The flu has a fifteen to thirty three percent effective rate. Measles and mumps is like effective, Effective, like. Effect, like if you get, if you get the flu shot, your maximum rate of not getting it is thirty three percent. It brings your chances of getting it down by thirty three percent. That's it. Okay, so you can still get it. Yeah. The measles and mumps. If you get that shot, it's like you. It's you like a ninety nine percent chance you're not going to get it. Okay, so, so that's not
0: a fair comparison. I don't, I don't believe. Well, it. it is in the sense that it's something you don't want to get, and you're not going to necessarily die from any of that. I mean, you could. I don't die from... know. The
1: measles are pretty bad in
0: comparison to the flu. Yes, but I don't think it's a death sentence.
1: Okay. I think the rate of death is way higher in measles
0: than it is the flu. Okay. Uh, chicken pox. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, e- sure. Chicken pox is it. I, I'm okay with that one. Because sure. So back in the day, I didn't get a chicken pox shot because I lived in the area where it was like, oh, you have the chicken pox.
0: Let me bring my kid over so he can get them too. So what are your thoughts? And I'm, I'm asking what are your thoughts on those shots? It's something we know it's proven it works. And if you, if your kid gets it, then you know, they're not going to get that, you know, name that X thing. Okay. Totally optional. Yeah. Is, so what is the cutoff for you and your morality where you go? No, that is something everyone should be getting. Or is there anything in terms of like preventative medicine to make sure you don't get or spread something?
1: Well, I feel like nothing should be forced upon you.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel, should there be regulation around people who choose not to?
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, the way they do it right now to get into certain schools, colleges, states, things like that, you do have to have your measles, mumps, you, you have to have, I think, polio, and there's some other things that you have to have. Like, tetanus is a great one.
0: And what is the reason you think they mandate that?
1: Well, because of the, the percentage, the, the death rate percentage. So, I feel like you're talking about coronavirus, chickenpox, the flu, the death rate's, what, 1% or less?
0: I don't know the exact death rate, but let me, well, let's,
1: <laughs> let's just pretend my numbers are right.
0: Okay. We're pretending. Okay. We're well, pretending even has. if they
1: were, let's say it's 5% or less the death rate on like polio, measles, those ones, I mean, the death rate was,
0: I know, guess the point I'm making is sure. 90s. If the death, if the, if the, um, risk of death is, is to a degree that you're not willing to tolerate again, I'm not trying to pinpoint to an exact number cause everyone's mm-hmm. going to be different. But if the, if the risk of death is high, sure. We, we can kind of all agree, like, it's either get the thing or you, or you die or you spread something, kill somebody. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about the, the lesser things, the thing, and I don't know what they are because I'm not, I'm not familiar with these diseases because they aren't really a big part of my life. But (laughs) I'm using like chicken pox and the flu and things that I'm making assumptions are like not necessarily deadly. They could be bad. They could leave scarring. It could be nasty. Mm -hmm. Um, do you feel like, take those things for example. You're a kid who grew up in a state where you're really proud of your state and your dad went to college at this, you know, ex-university and you sure. really want to go there uh, or ex-school or whatever. And you, you you, guys don't believe in those vaccines for those things. And now the realistic consequence of your choice is you don't get to go there. So your option is you either get it against your judgment or you don't go there. I know that you're thinking like, well, consequences are there. You should just deal with consequences if you don't want to. But putting yourself in those shoes, do you feel like that's fair?
1: I'm putting myself in whose whose
0: shoes? The person's shoes who are raising the kid who's like dead set to go yeah, to college and then, okay, not fair. I mean, but,
1: I, I feel like you should be able to go. They're forcing something upon people that doesn't have scientific backing behind it.
0: You're talking about COVID.
1: Yeah, COVID or the flu. I mean, if they started requiring the flu, they don't require that for you to attend any college.
0: Right. The other vaccines. So you they require, but you're th- those aren't comparable. The
1: the flu is the closest thing you can compare it to.
0: Yes, I know. I'm not trying to necessarily say, uh, again, you're getting caught up in, like, how comparably bad they are. I, I don't really care. Right. I'm just saying, pick a thing, and if it's to a degree that most of the populace doesn't want that thing, to what degree are you willing to isolate them? Because I'm trying to just extract COVID out of this and go, forget it. If it isn't COVID, how do you ideologically stand with other things? And it sounds like you're consistent, which is you don't think anybody should ever have to get a vaccine ever for any reason. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's... And what consequences are you okay with? Like, cause we're getting onto like the, the, what is it? The card, the vaccine card or the ID passport, whatever you call it. Um, like to what degree do you feel like you should be able to enforce? Because I watched a video today where a guy was like, Hey, yeah, maybe we can't mandate it, but socially we should really start shaming people, meaning you should not invite your friends to barbecues unless you know, they... for
1: a group that doesn't like shaming, that sounds like a great idea.
0: Well, you know, I think we know they we, like shaming. If we're
1: bringing shaming back, then we should be able to shame for everything. Ugly shaming, fat shaming... shaming' is a good thing. Yeah, Is it?
0: It's a really good thing.
1: It does shape some people up.
0: It 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 kind of I, implies a social contract. I do that,
1: feel like there isn't enough... Shame.
0: Backbone shame.
1: A backbone in some of our kids. They're just like so protective from being made fun of. And I was sharing this tonight, and I shared it with my daughter because she said something happened. I don't know if it was at school or gymnastics. She's like, and everybody made fun of me, and I was embarrassed. I was like, S- so. She goes, well, it's embarrassing, Dad. I go, you know what? One time in the eleventh grade, I was reading, and I read the word champagne out loud, <laughs> and at the end of it, the teacher goes, it's champagne, Marshall, and the whole class laughed at me, and I was like. And I laughed too. Cause I go, well, that was stupid. Yeah, but you know, okay. if I let that get to me, I would be like, Oh, nobody, I would, I'm not going to go cry in a corner. Instead. I could just go, yeah, that's freaking hilarious. I won't ever. Mm-hmm. Now to this day, I know how to pronounce champagne.
0: Champagne. I've been called out for uh let's see, uh, early on in my career. It was, uh, I sold a car to a guy who I'd been corresponding through email with a lot. And I was telling him, thanks for your patience. And I spelled patience wrong. And then he waited <laughs> one time, one time. I use the word one time because I scoured my emails to figure out where I wrote it and verify that it was incorrect. And he goes, hey, man, uh, just let you know. And this was literally before he goes in to just sign the papers for a card. We've done months of work to get to this point. Uh, in an email, you spelled patient wrong and I didn't make a judgment call, but somebody else might just let you know. And I was so like,
1: clearly you made a judgment call.
0: I was like, ow, I feel so judged right now. And it was like real embarrassing for me, but I got over it. It was fine. And you know what? I never misspelled it again after that.
1: Oh yeah. It's like people with there and there.
0: Right. And there. And there. Oh, those. that drives, that drives my wife. One that I knows. see getting misused a lot is who's, 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 who is. Versus who's like sometimes who if you out?
1: just I learned this in an English class a long time ago because believe it or not I got an A in all my English classes even mm-hmm. in college and they're like just use the elongated version never abbreviate mm-hmm. if you just don't abbreviate you will have correct grammar
0: yeah like I find that when people um, I I read a lot of uh like what are I don't know what you would call them just like uh, things written by lawyers like cases like I'll go on and read a case of something that happened. And I'm surprised at how many lawyers write and use a lot of contractions. And I've Mm. always been told that's not a very professional way to write. Oh, yeah. Like using contractions. Yeah,
1: right. Like instead of saying it's, you just go, it is. Yeah, it is. No. Or there, you just go, they are. If you just use, separated it, you, you won't get it wrong. And it's, you it's, know, it, they, they it could are be. coming and you're like, they, they're they coming to say they are,
0: it could be the, uh, 20, the law school class of 2020 that didn't have to take the bar. Oh yeah. Um, oh
1: man. Can you imagine? Wait, uh, you, uh, Aaron, you're going to be represented by a lawyer and you're like, what, what class? Yeah. What
0: class? 2020? Don't, <laughs> no, mind. I'll nope. plead guilty and move on to my Please, life.
1: Please get out of here.
0: But it was, it was social shaming. So he was talking about how, yes, maybe we shouldn't, um, necessarily have like hardcore consequences, but we should basically shame the crap out of people who don't get the vaccine and, and employers shouldn't, should mandate it. Some employers are. My sister's a nurse.
1: She's like, if they mandate it, I will quit. Yeah. She goes, I'm not putting that into my body until they figure
0: out. So walk me through your logic because uh, don't you kind of, immediately get called an anti-vaxxer because you you're not I, getting didn't it. didn't i
1: ask you this the other day i played this clip for my wife because i was like drilling you on the vaccine and then you go well are you gonna get it i go no
0: yeah <laughs> just classic. really classic and after. i knew the whole time i was like you're not getting it either so i don't
1: i know i wanted to find out why though yeah what what was your question to me uh what, what's my what's my stance what's my ideology what what are you asking
0: like uh you're <laughs> not getting it though right i'm
1: i'm not getting and it. what
0: is your reason your rationale for not getting it it's not tested it's not tri-
1: well, same reason mm, you did I'm didn't- pretty
0: sure it's been tested. No, don't go down the same do you rabbit mean, trail you went. Define same, tested. Because I asked
1: all of the same questions with you.
0: Then you should not answer them. Define tested. What do you mean it hasn't been tested? Of course it's been tested.
1: It's been tested, but it hasn't... It's only been... It hasn't even been a year. And most vaccines have been out for years. So you're saying it's, it's past the laboratory
0: test, but, but we haven't like given re- it the test Regardless of, of
1: all that, I don't care about... Let's, let's pretend I don't care about the testing. Uh-huh. I've... I don't, I don't feel like I'm at risk. Just like I don't get the flu shot. I never get the flu shot because I go, well, if I get the flu, I, I my body can handle it. If I felt like I was at risk...
0: Why would you not get the flu shot even though your body can handle it? Or would you just choose not to decrease your odds?
1: By, 30, by maybe 15 to
0: 33%. Which also is called statistically significant. Is it? Is 15% statistically 100%. significant? Also, you learn that in a stat- statistics class. Not if a You math believed class. it was math. Yeah. Not a math class. You learn
1: it in a statistics class. So I, I don't... That's that's not a big enough number for me. I guess thirty
0: three percent, fifteen percent.
1: That's the I took the high. You're taking the high every time. I'll take the low every
0: time. Let's just call it in the middle. Even at that, I'm trying to think of one other thing in life that you wouldn't. That fifteen percent margin wouldn't matter to you.
1: Well, because I if I ever get the flu, I'm sick for like one day. So I don't want to go through the. I can't go through the hassle of I don't want to go not that.
0: having a flu for the whole I don't season. want to go
1: through the hassle of getting a shot. I also am deathly afraid of needles. Okay? Oh, that
0: there. That's true, actually. So, I
1: do not like that. Ulterior I do not like motives. the
0: thought of a needle
1: going into me. I do not like the thought of something being injected inside my body that I don't know what it is. I don't even like to take certain pills, man. I, I do have a weird phobia with that, and that's mine to own. My bigger point is something that has a death rate of 0.00 whatever it is Mm -hmm. shouldn't be pushed by an influencer like Facebook saying, hey, you should get this, you need to get this. And they're pushing it so hard that they're acting like it is this pandemic that people are, it's got this 95% infection death
0: rate. It's interesting that um, because one of the arguments I hear a lot I, either for or against the slash the, bill
1: gates right. who has 125 billion dollars
0: right one of the arguments i hear because when people go i've had a couple people at work go oh you're not you're not getting the co-. they heard a podcast where i basically yeah, said i'm not I'm an had.
1: anti-vaxxer i'm not
0: getting it and i and they say oh you're not getting it why is it because of the six housewives in new jersey that apparently had some weird reaction to it and died and the interesting thing is is it cuts both ways because it's like the COVID numbers are pretty statistically insignificant, meaning the death rate for COVID is insignificant. And yet people still want to shut the economy down, put everyone in, in masks, no shaking hands over that statistically insignificant number. But yet when you don't want to get the vaccine because of a perceived statistically insignificant number, they go like, oh, why, why, why but does wh- that matter? Why
1: do I have to get, why, why do they care if I get it? Isn't because it they think me- it'll,
0: it I, doesn't it like, um, it lessens the odds that you will Spread it? So who cares?
1: If you're worried about it, you get it. Clearly, the people that aren't worried about it don't care if I spread it to them. Does it
0: lessen the odds that you will get it and spread spread
1: it? I don't know if it'll lessen the odds of you spreading it, but if you're worried about it, get it. I have nothing against you getting it. I don't try to talk anybody out of it, with the exception of my family. But if you're if you're out there, I know several people, and they're like, "I got it." I go, "Great." What brand did you get? Because I think that that might make a difference. You know, I care what brand of car you drive. I care what brand of COVID vaccine you may get, because there's I think there's a good one and there's two bad ones. But I I do not care. So why do they care so much that I get it? That's why I guess I don't understand why well, do you, why are they so Adamant and
0: I think the easy answer is that because somebody's misinformed and it's either you or them. Is it
1: Facebook? Because Facebook's the one that's upset.
0: Well, the, somebody's misinformed and it's either you or the person who's pushing you to get it. Okay, so we can agree with that. One of you two, one of your your parties disagree. I'm not misinformed. Somebody's misinformed. Right? You wouldn't think you were. Um, but if I'm going into that person's shoes who thinks you're misinformed, I say, "Hey, man, what is it going to harm you?" you're not the likelihood is you're not getting nothing bad is going to happen to you i think that's been proven okay well i would and say the it's going to help it's going to help you prevent spreading and lessen the odds that you will get it
1: how does it help prevent
0: spreading i don't know how I'm not dr okay. fauci
1: okay well how about <laughs> dr fauci can talk to me about it and then maybe i will i, I don't think he's it. the most
0: articulate person on it either Actually. Okay. So the- So let me ask you this. You go into the workplace and I think we all know a couple of people at work who are clearly like saying, you know, at, there's people know, at work who've got it advocates of I have people in my family who got it. Sure. Um, yes, you go into the workplace, people there who are not, you know, the raging liberal types. I mean, they are, but they're not like what you called influencers. So or, if you don't get vaccinated, they're not young not- and highly, they don't seem highly influenced and they seem actually a little centered in some ways, like centered, like politically, and yet, why are they so bought into it? Answer me that. That's what I don't get. Because
1: Facebook's pushing it, man. I'm so you blame you, social, Facebook? I'm blaming, what if I told you that these I'm people aren't on the, Facebook? The influencers. I'm blaming the media. I'm blaming Bill Gates. I'm blaming
0: social media. All of it. So do you feel like it's... Mark
1: freaking Zuckerberg.
0: Do you feel like it's um, a ploy from the media to divide? Or do you feel like there's any genuine intent behind I it? I always wonder that. Like, what is the,
1: why do they care so much? Why, why, why would they care?
0: I don't, well, the facts
1: are out there. We know the infection, you Is we it know the sad that rate. the
0: facts don't matter anymore? It doesn't, if That's, right? in that's the what last I'm year. saying. This pandemic has proven to me that we are so politically polarized that facts no longer matter, which is a stereotype. Like
1: it doesn't take, if you disagree with me right now and you're listening to this and you're like, I'm going to go look up the death rate. You will find it. It's not hidden. Everybody can look up the death rate. It's point zero zero something, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we just, it's not even 1%. Let's pretend it was 1%. It's not even to that. And even 1%, we'd probably still be having this debate, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not even at the 1%. It's got a decimal place. So if you listen to this and you're not really believing that, you can go find those facts. But then again, to your point, people don't care about them. Right. They don't care. So... So Where, what, is, where does the, that the leave point us? What about fact? Why, why do we even have them then? We, everything should just... This is why the show is great and mildly successful. Because it's two opinionated guys. Mm-hmm. It's not two factual guys. We're just two opinionated guys. Seven All these facts could be wrong. They're just from the moment we start the show to the moment we end it, they're all opinions
0: 2 anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. That's so what,
1: that that's what Facebook should be. Hey, we're opinionated. We, we think you should get this not based on any facts. We just feel so like, so let's it. go
0: down another route because I feel like you definitely are ideologically consistent with your whole, like well, vaccine, and, vaccine and other things. So it. good that's job. A big compliment. Good job. You thought it through. Okay. Um, I don't think I thought it through. I just, wh- what would, you my... were just consistent, which is the great thing yeah. about being honest is you don't have to have a good memory. Um, <laughs> Here's my other question. Would there be, if you rewound, would there be a circumstance with Corona turning into something that you would be like, I think you should definitely get the vaccine where there should be more of a mandate. Is there a circumstance where you'd be like, I think this should be mandated?
1: Hmm. That's hard. Cause I just don't feel, I feel like when it comes to your safety, it's your decision. It's your body. It's your choice, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, that's something that a lot of liberals push, right? It's your body, your choice. It's up to you it's tough because people will use the argument about wearing a seatbelt, right? Or obeying some of those traffic laws. Like if mm-hmm. you want to ride in a car and be unsafe, that's on you. So to some extent I, I can see that point, And that's where I go. It Ultimately I take that
0: same. But same isn't philosophy. it more like go, secondhand and, smoke uh, in the sense that you're not just harming yourself. You'd be harming other people.
1: Yeah. I guess. Whereas a
0: seatbelt, it's like, if you don't wear it, you may right, die. You know, yeah, that's choice. what I'm
1: saying. I, I don't care if you wear a seatbelt. That's up to you. Yeah. It shouldn't be mandated by law. Like sure. if you talk on the phone, you're endangering other people. But if you don't wear a seatbelt, that's on you. You shouldn't have to. Shouldn't right. if you if the death rate was fifty percent and you're like, I don't want to get the vaccine, at this point you're like, Well, you're an idiot. because I, I would feel like that, I'd go, wow, this death rate's huge. Yeah, you should get it. But it but it's your decision. But when care. but
0: that's but that's only taken into consideration if the death rate is fifty percent and you're an idiot for not getting it because you're fifty percent more likely to die. What about the spreading portion? What about that's what I'm asking you. Does yes, it? I don't care about the spreading portion. But why? Because if you if you're concerned about it, you get vaccinated, right? But I'm just saying. Why are
1: you so concerned about the spreading of it?
0: Because I don't think a everyone can get it all at once. But I'm just saying, like,
1: well, who cares if they can't get it all at once?
0: So you think that if there was if there if coronavirus had turned into something with a fifty percent death rate, it should still be up to you? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And you don't think. So just,
1: I mean, there's a lot of people who, there's a lot of people who, for religious reasons, don't get vaccinated and you go, well, I mean, that's up to you. They, they feel like maybe it'll cause uh, autism or things like that. Mm-hmm. There's people like Jehovah's witness. They don't do, they don't do blood transplants. My wife, you know, almost bled to death. If she didn't have a blood transplant, she would be dead right now. Mm-hmm. She took two, two or three bags of blood. Mm-hmm. They don't do blood transplants. So if they need one, if they were in my wife's situation, she was Jehovah's witness. She would just die. And that's an option they get. And I could have, uh, we could have opted for that, but instead I go, no, I think we're okay there and, and opt for life at that point. But that's still a decision you get.
0: Yeah. But okay. Let me, ref- cause I'm thinking it through and I'm going, eh, I'm still not getting the heart of it. Yeah. If, get there. If it's not a hundred percent, right. So, okay. You get the vaccine. You choose. There's this 50, 50 death rate disease out. And if you get the vaccine, you're, you have a decreased chance of catching it and a decreased chance of dying if you get it or something like that. Okay. But there's a whole group of people in society who are like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't want that. And you're saying, well, that should be up to them and their idiots. Sure, they put themselves at risk. But aren't you kind of at risk, too? Because unless it's 100%, like the people who get vaccinated are 100% safe, isn't that putting other people at risk? Well, that
1: happened not too long ago. If you remember, I mean, it got really popular to not get vaccinated for the measles we had a bunch of hippies living in portland yeah which is really ironic that we have this now because everybody's like get vaccinated for coronavirus but not too long ago i think it was like what a year or two years ago well yes they didn't want to get vaccinated for measles and there were a couple people because you can't get the measles vaccine until what maybe a year old Mm -hmm. or something like that Mm -hmm. and we had some friends who just had a baby and they're like man i'm worried because my baby hasn't been vaccinated yet and these morons out there I didn't say this. Uh, somebody else did. These morons are out there thinking that it's cool to not be vaccinated. And there's something about the herd immunity thing. If, you know, enough people are vaccinated, then it kind of goes away. So, yeah, that kind of happened here a little bit.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that, because I play this out sometimes where I go, well, I don't just want to be a person who's like, you know, if if you doing what's good, what you want to do, personal liberty is, if that has a downfall, then I want to think those things through because I generally believe in personal freedoms. Like you should be able to do what you want to do. Sure. You have made have to deal with some shaming, but there shouldn't be a bunch of laws mandated to, you know, quote unquote, protect people. And I'm always trying to think through where that could break down. And this has been a situation with coronavirus where I go, would it break down? Like, what if coronavirus were a lot more deadly? Would I be more in favor of mandating a vaccine then? And I don't know, man, because your argument is not making a hundred percent sense to me. Like, I, I guess I just think of it and I go, if coronavirus were 50 50 and getting the vaccine certainly didn't guarantee you wouldn't contract it from someone else, would you want to mandate a vaccine and just say people no, need I to get this? I don't
1: think you should mandate vaccines. Right. So I
0: get you don't, but I'm asking why. I'm trying to dig a little deeper. Why? Why, in that particular scenario, would you just, are you just gung ho, steadfast, stuck to the idea that liberty rules, personal liberty rules out no matter what the circumstances are? I mean, yeah. other than like flat out, you can't go murder somebody. Yeah. So, okay. so 50, 50 death rate. If you catch COVID, mm-hmm. the vaccine is only 70% effective against protecting you and you still don't want to mandate people to get it. No. Okay.
1: Now I think what I'm okay with is mm-hmm. a college or a private institution saying, Hey, we're going to mandate it. If they want to control it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be mandated by the government to do it.
0: Okay. Huh, that's good. I, that's what I wanted to know. Cause I've been wrestling with that where I go, okay, this obviously coronavirus is a little bit silly right now with how like the 0.001% death rate and we're all acting like it's a real pandemic. Uh, but I always try to think of a scenario in which I would go, maybe my opinion would flip and I don't know. I'm not as steadfast as you. I, I don't know. Well,
1: I, it happened to me. I went to college in Texas and they required a bunch of shots that apparently I didn't have to get into that college. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I, I, Got them to go there. I mean, it was my choice, though. I could have been like, no, I'll just pick a different college. Yeah. But for some odd reason, they had some laws. I grew up in California, didn't have those shots. And then when I went to Texas,
0: yeah. so ironically, I had It's really very, like, state-oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And at that point, it was my option to do that. Same thing when I traveled to Africa. I had to have certain shots to go there. Uh, some of them were optional, and one of which was required, yellow fever. And. Huh. You have to have that. Not every country requires that, but apparently Rwanda does not want it in there. And so I, you know, I didn't have to get that. I could choose not to go. I chose to go. So I'm okay with places mandating it. I'm not okay with the government
0: mandating it. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't like that,
0: so you like to leave it to institutions to make their own rules about things, and if you want to be in the college that doesn't care and you can all go get coronavirus and if it's super deadly, go get it, otherwise you can go to this one and yeah because I
1: think there no matter what there's opportunities that open that say, yeah we don't we're okay. there will mm-hmm. be some colleges that go you have to have it and there will be mm-hmm. some colleges that go, yeah, it's really not that big of a deal so
0: going back to it, what do you think is the motive for the media to whip so many people into a frenzy which have done a great job at? Over this, like if, if you believe that these heads of the media companies are relatively smart people and they probably know what they're doing and there's a motive behind it, because clearly rationale isn't driving them. Why? Why do you think they do this?
1: I don't know, because at what point do they stop doing it? Is it once 100% pe- uh, of people have been vaccinated? Because clearly not 50%. When, it, when it's 75%, will they stop pushing the agenda? Well, it- I don't know what it is. I do know that there's a lot of money that influences things. I don't pretend to be on the back end of this, but my gut and hunch would say it's money
0: somewhere in there. Yeah. That's my gut too. My gut is that, um, you know, like what sells, right? What gets clicks It here. You're not going to get people emotionally charged enough to click into things and pay attention. If everybody is singing Kumbaya and getting along,
1: Kumbaya. you kind of have the last time you sang Kumbaya.
0: I've never Never saying kumbaya Kumbaya. ever. Do you even know how it goes? Uh, no, I I would probably know the first word. Kumbaya, no, it's kumbaya, my lord.
1: Kumbaya, oh, it's a Christian thing, it is. Oh, what is kumbaya? Yeah. What is Kumbaya? What is that? Where is that oh, word? From? I'd have to look it You're up. You're the
0: theologian. Man, um, I feel like I brought some economics to the table well, and held up my end of the bargain. I think Bible. I
1: think somebody made a song about it. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Isn't that funny that we quote that a lot and it happens to be very religious? Everyone knows
0: it. Kumbaya is like the universal like word for everyone be friends. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like a Kuna Matata. Huh. Interesting. Means, means no worries. Yeah, I think it's clickbait. I think it's uh I think it's realizing that the money is made in getting people to pay attention to things, and so it's like we need there always has to be a narrative to push. It, it
1: it doesn't it seem like a giant contradiction of people who go stick it to the man, yet they're listening to the man. Like tax the rich, yet listen to the rich. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I just feel like it's a walking contradiction. Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, two of the richest people out there. And they're the two most influential and mm-hmm. pushing this agenda. Well,
0: dude, it's like the meme that's been going around where it's like Oprah and LeBron James and somebody else. And so all s- oppressed, yeah. so sitting on a pile of money and wearing crowns, and they're all they're talking to you about oppression. Yeah, it's um, it's but, but why are people how how do
1: people get caught dude, because up because they're angry? What are that's, they angry at? Th- th- they're people angry. Just
0: want a cause.
1: They want to be. They want to fight for something, right? Yeah,
0: it's it's that they want to feel um morally like exalted. And, and you know what, when you have the luxury of being wealthy and I mean wealthy, not by like your and my standards or, you know, but like wealthy by like world standards, which pretty much anybody who makes minimum wage is wealthy by world standards. When you have wealth, you have the luxury of basically being able to have nothing else to do except try to exalt your morals. And I think that's what that's, that's what is probably going to be the decline of America to whatever degree is that people have nothing else to do except virtue signal period. Like that's, that's all they have to do. It's virtue signaling. No one's, we're not producing as much good stuff as we used to. Our morals aren't as good. It's just a bunch of virtue signaling. It's a bunch of LeBron James's basically saying, this is how you should live. This is the moral code you should use, even though he's, he's in essence, one of the bad guys by their own book. Does that makes sense? Yeah, it does. I just It's uh, like the college kid who stands up and gets mad at capitalism and it's like, dude, you But are- if you
1: rewind back in the day, not too long ago, when you and I were like in the nineties, it was like stick it to the man, don't listen to government. And now it's like listen to government, stick it to the
0: people. Well it just depends on what side. Like the the left wants to use government to execute their agenda and the right wants to use government and they both claim to hate government when it's stepping on their toes. So it's, it's, it's inconsistent. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, where are you? Where am I? Yeah. I'm in Kaiser, Oregon.
1: (laughs) That's funny. My wife was, somebody was asking the other day, where do you live? She goes, Kaiser. I go, babe, we definitely live in Salem.
0: You guys do. Yeah. That's weird. It's weird how many people, uh, when I moved to Kaiser, I was like, oh my gosh, literally everybody I work with lives here. And now like nobody really lives there. Everyone's moving to the outskirts Well, it's funny because
1: everybody would be like, oh, you live in Salem. I go, I was very distinct. I live in Kaiser. Now we've moved and I'm in well, Salem. Well, the other
0: weird thing is people go like, what do you like about Kaiser so much? And I do really like Kaiser. I like Kaiser a lot more than I like Salem. Why? And I don't know why. I just am like, I always say these weird things that I'm like, I haven't thought that through. I go, I don't know. It's just like a nice little community. And I go, it's no different than Salem. I just like it You live it in the
1: triangle, though. You live in like the the nice spot of Kaiser. Yeah. Because that that triangle is a desired place to be because it gets the right school districts, if anybody cares about that anymore. Kaiser has that little food cart area now. That's kind of cool.
0: It's kinda oh, like that, they it, do. That's like a mini. Um, right next to Black Rock.
1: Yeah. It's like a mini uh, yard.
0: The yeah, yard, dude, you know? I didn't yeah. know what that was for a long time. Cause when you're pulling through the black rock drive-thru, I looked and I was like, what's going on here? Are these like little mini house Airbnbs or like, what are we doing over you here? You know
1: what's so funny about you too? Hmm. Uh, Cause I like black rock coffee. I, re- I really do. But you're like, you'll stop there and you go, yeah, it's on the way to work. And, and there's no ever loving way that place is on your way to work. Starbucks is more on your way to work. Dutch bros is on your way to work. Black rock is out of your way. <laughs>
0: No, nah, it's it's definitely on my way. It just no, depends it's depends on what you No, it's not. You make it on
1: the way. I get it, but it's it it's not, and it's frustrating. That <laughs> Any you, route you I stick go
0: from it. my house to work is on my way to work.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess South you can make Salem anything. could be on my way to work. You can make anything on yeah. your way.
0: I could get coffee in Corvallis on my way to work.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> You're a person who doesn't. No, make sense. it is
0: because when I set out from my house, I'm on my way to work. Yeah, huh. no matter how many stops I make.
1: I, I like BlackRock, though. I used to hate it so much.
0: You did. You really did. And you were very. I think they
1: changed the recipe.
0: You know, they're all like independently. Owned. I mean, they're all owned by BlackRock, but there's like, they're independent owners. Like, dude, uh. They,
1: who brews their beans or yeah. Roast their beans. Sorry. Brews their beans. I don't them.
0: know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Okay. I know that like. Cause I know, the,
1: you know, about what people might not know about you is that you want to have a coffee company.
0: Uh, I do, but I realize it's like a pipe dream more and more because it's like everybody owns so you, coffee. You know, you know, it, dude, it's you like know, you know about
1: the human being. Yes. You know about Dutch Bros. Yes. You know about BlackRock.
0: You know that I, I tell people I really missed the boat because like, it was like, I guess now it's been a long time, probably 12 years ago when I had my little business started and I was like real overwhelmed with that because I was young and I didn't know what I was doing. And then someone said, Hey man, you should start a coffee. A uh, Dutch Bros in Sweet Home, Oregon, which if anybody knows, that's like a nothing town. And I was like, I, I don't have time to run that. And he was willing to fund the whole thing. He just wanted me to, like, do it and manage it. And I was like, no, nah, man, I don't have time for that. And now I'm like, Ugh, Yeah, but a Dutch a Bros,
1: you have to work at it for a year, right, before you can own it?
0: Yes. Although back then it was more relaxed. It was okay. different standards than... And
1: men. human being, what's their what's their trick?
0: Uh, it's the same. You have to have somebody come in and basically work... You have to work there for a while. You have to have a representative come and work with you for like X amount of months to make sure you're doing it right. You have to invest a certain amount of money and then you have to buy their products. You don't have to pay any royalties.
1: No royalties, but you buy their products. Right. So Human Bean I used to really like, I feel like their recipe changed and now I think they're Dude, crap.
0: I really love the Human Bean on the way to work going north on I'm I-5. I hate the human being in Kaiser. I hate to say it. Yeah, it's just not good. Maybe that's what
1: it is. It's not good in Kaiser.
0: And you know what? I had a bad experience. because you
1: like Kaiser. I
0: was willing to give them another chance, but during the one of the lockdown periods that we've had, I like went in there. Because you know that the- Super he, echoey in there. The yeah. human being in Kaiser has the little backyard area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can sit outside. So I was like, hey, maybe I can go sit outside. I walk in and they literally just gave me a scowl like that I was even setting foot. In their company. And mm. I was like, okay, I'm never coming here again. And I haven't.
1: You think you'll ever own a coffee shop?
0: I think I will
1: not own a coffee shop. You should hook up with my brother-in-law <laughs> who roasts coffee. And then we should start a coffee shop somehow together. Together Coffee Coffee Shop. Yeah, that's true. This podcast brought to you by Together Coffee. Because
0: your brother has good product, but he seems to like not have any interest in like promoting it. No. No. And he's, I feel like you and I have zero product, nor do we have the interest to go search the product out. We,
1: we'll promote the crap out of it.
0: But we could promote it and we could like get the... get. The, yeah,
1: I know. He frustrates me. And, and he probably listens to the show, so he'll, he'll hear this. But he, yeah, he's like, oh, no, no, no. I just don't... I don't know if I can handle it. So I'm like, no, no, you can. Let me... Please just get it going. Be big. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You can handle it. Like, See what happens.
0: Yeah. he's And he, his
1: coffee gets compliments all the time. Like at, yeah. we, we serve it at work and people really like it. And which people that's want to get it for gifts for people. It's coffee it's is like, universal.
0: It's like when the hipsters took over, it became kind of a turn off because it's like you're either A, everyone owns a coffee stand. Like mm-hmm. everyone and their mother is like, I'll just open a coffee stand. No big deal. Or they're like snobs about the coffee, which is a major turn off to me. Like I get that you want Lucky good coffee. not a
1: snob his coffee.
0: But he's clearly proven that he like can produce a good product. A lot of these like quote unquote snobs for coffee, you like taste the difference and you're like, I don't, it's you the know, same I coffee. have a
1: machine. I have an espresso machine, but it's all like kind of automated and it makes it. And he want the opposite direction. He goes, I want one that does none of the work for you. And you have to measure everything because
0: I don't trust the uh-huh. machine. Yeah, that's true. That's, I noticed that a lot of people who have those like fancy machines, they're like, they, they have, they like weigh it out. Like yeah, they, they get the exact, like that's grams. so much
1: work. I, oh, it the, is. the machine does it for you though. They don't do it right.
0: Do you know how I'm not, I know I'm not meant to own a coffee shop is because right now my favorite coffee is cold brew from Costco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. probably total trash.
1: That's okay. At least yeah. it's not Dutch Pros. You would ruin yourself with Dutch Pros. Yeah, Dutch Bros. But British you know French. what? If you had a coffee shop, you could at least start... You could be an influencer. You could tell people that they need to get vaccinated
0: and give them a discount. Oh, that's true. They,
1: they, one of these states was serving free beer to people who got vaccinated.
0: Show me your uh, your uh, card and I'll uh, give you a discount. Does that seem right to you? Is that okay? I think it's okay. You think it's okay? Yeah. What, what other circumstance does that happen? I mean, the whole free market economy is based on discrimination.
1: So you're okay with discrimination.
0: I'm okay with capitalist discrimination. Wow. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I think people have the right to pick and choose who they want to buy from and who they want to sell to to some degree. And you face the consequences.
1: Well, listen, I don't want to beat a dead horse. You grilled me. Do you think it's okay for influencers like Facebook and Microsoft and all them to be pushing this agenda that they're doing. Hmm. Since you asked me is it in, and you, where are you stand on it?
0: I don't know. I don't think it's okay, but I think there's like legal reasons that I don't think it's okay. Like you shouldn't be allowed to call yourself a news source and be pushing opinions.
1: Yeah, because Facebook just banned Donald Trump.
0: Yeah. He's a former president. So it's like they're acting as a news source and then they're pushing basically 100% opinion-based stuff. That I don't think is okay.
1: And they're like, well, you know, he incited violence and stuff. And they're like, okay, but you know how many other world leaders they allow to have Facebook accounts?
0: Right, (laughs) yes. (laughs) O.J. Simpson has a...
1: O.J. Simpson (laughs) has a Facebook. Until they ban O.J. We all saw that. We know. We know know what happened. We know the story.
0: Yeah, we know what happened. Yeah, we know a really... Went and he's down. on Twitter too. And he is terrible at it. But
1: is it do you follow him? How do you know this? I don't know. Um do he you was, have a
0: Twitter account? Yeah.
1: Dude, I don't like there's one thing I've never bit off on. So everybody's got their own social media platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Like in my friend group, one dude he's like way into Twitter. That's his thing. Like Brandon, he loves Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then you know, there's another dude he's like way into Instagram. I'm like the Facebook dude, which I know that's kind of old, but it became I I've said this many times. It's the marketplace. Marketplace mm-hmm. gets me. I've tried yeah, to Yeah, but exit the marketplace hasn't
0: been around that long.
1: I, kn- I got it. I understand. But it's the aspect that Facebook gets you videos, pictures, mm-hmm. words, others. It's just, it's like, it has everything. It's not just like Twitter is just like a. 160 characters
0: or something. It's not enough for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's where I got with Twitter. I mean, I have the account. I've had it since 2011. Yeah, I have
1: one. I don't know. How I think to, I, I was, still don't know how to
0: use it. I think I was an early adopter, actually. I oh, think because I, I don't think it's been around. I, I don't know how to use it.
1: That's it's embarrassing almost. To say. It's a little boring. Yeah, it get, it just gets boring. I <laughs> like I like Instagram. I, here's what here's what happens. So Twitter is probably like, oh, okay, Marshall, you're so old. Except I've eclipsed everybody by getting on
0: TikTok because I'm all over TikTok. Yeah. Well, I got TikTok, but I quickly was like, I don't really think I like this. Cause oh, it, you'll
1: like it. I'll send you videos.
0: So, Okay, let me ask you this. Does it have like a similar like algorithm that when you start to like things, yeah. it starts showing... Okay, maybe that's my problem.
1: So the problem is when you first get on TikTok, it shows you a bunch of women in bathing suits. You're like, dude, I don't care about... It. I had to get off of TikTok. I was like, I do not care about this stuff. And then eventually somebody was like, no, you have to like stuff that's not these women. And I was like, well, I, okay, that's pretty easy to do. So I started clicking the like button. Now it serves me up stuff... And, dude, I was getting made fun of for my family and my friend group because I was sending them out. Like, oh, my gosh, so embarrassing you're on TikTok. And now, like, I send it to one of my friends. who's like, oh, dude, TikTok's addicting. Like, next thing you know, you're on a video. They're only a minute long. They can ma- maximum a minute long, s- as long as they can be. You're watching it, and you're like, okay, it's midnight. I should go to bed, Watching a couple videos, and then you're like, holy
0: crap, it's one thirty. I need yeah. to go to bed. 130 uh, you've stayed up 6 extra hours off of 1 minute increment videos right. or less and one you're and you're not even videos. watching the full minute usually you're probably watching 30 seconds is isn't of that it. crazy dude it's like feeding into this like gen z slash uh, younger millennial be on tiktok it's it's like feeding into this like instantaneous gratification thing and i think that is something about social media that i'm starting to like back away from and it sounds really old but it's like i want to be able to like read books in long form i want to be able to sit and think mm. in quiet and not just have to need mm. that instantaneous
1: so, well, you remember Vines? Vines were... Yes. It's, it's almost like... Because Vines were like six seconds long.
0: How did that company go out of business? I don't get it.
1: Because uh, it was six seconds. Wasn't but it enough? was like popular. Like
0: it was really popular. Yeah.
1: And then on YouTube, you can watch Vine compilations. And the, the thing about TikTok that I love, they make it so easy to message outside of their platform like if you're in instagram and you're in facebook you have to stay within the platform mm-hmm. so if i want to send you a message and you're like i go hey dude i sent you that video and you're like i never saw it it's like well get open up your app and you'll see it yeah where tiktok it's like i can message it to you and then you get it right away mm-hmm. so that, that's where they're gonna succeed hmm. yeah i don't i don't know what ever happened to. yeah mine just
0: kind of came and went but Maybe, yeah
1: i, I do think we need a tiktok th- we have an account we just don't have any videos on there
0: oh yeah <laughs> typical Typical. Probably because I'm running it. I'm probably in charge of it and I don't even know it. You're the
1: worst social media guy.
0: I really am. it should be fired from that. But it's an accurate reflection of me as a real person, which if is like zero If this podcast was
1: dependent on you getting it started, we would have nothing.
0: That's true. But I did show up on day one.
1: You did show up. Let's and there's, see. A lo- there's a lot of people let's, who wouldn't. Let's, let's go real quickly down the list.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Let's get a Showed pod- up. Podcast hosting
1: site. Uh-huh. Marshall. Uh, email address. Marshall. Website. Uh, I have one. Yeah, but I got it for you
0: and you check yours. Yes. Okay.
1: Then the equipment Marshall. Okay. Then we get Instagram and you go, I'll handle that for, no, you
0: said, will you handle it? And I reluctantly out of guilt was like, okay, fine. I'll handle it.
1: And you had it for 30 days. And then you're like, I can't do this. So again, Marshall swag.
0: Yeah. You are the swag guy. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So if you're making a case for a lawyer right now to get like intellectual property rights, like I'll, I'll concede right now. There's zero case for it because I'll it, concede there, right yeah, now. Yeah, there's no way we wouldn't even have to. <laughs> yeah. I love doing the podcast, and it could be a relief. I don't know if you if you sued me out of this, I might be like, oh, okay. We're
1: taking auditions for a new co-host.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll do the three opinionated guys until you are good enough, and then I'll I'll make my exit. Yeah, maybe, or maybe
1: I just kick you out because I own everything.
0: There you go. I'll just, okay. I'll just start my own. I don't know what it would be about. There's it would no be, way.
1: You wouldn't start it. There's no way. You, you wouldn't even know what to do.
0: No, I would definitely know. What to, I could figure it out. <laughs> you <laughs> could figure it out, but you wouldn't figure Easy. it out. Easy. No That's problem.
1: All right. What's this episode called? What? Uh, Remember when you were like, dude, don't call it This Is Fat. You're going to call it This Is Fat. And we only talked about it for like three minutes, and I called it This Was Fat.
0: How to influence.
1: How to, how to influence? Yes. That doesn't sound right.
0: How about... Hmm... This is always what we struggle with. And then we end up picking some random sentence out of the middle of the show. One year in One the year. making. There you go.
1: One year in the making.
0: One year in the making.
1: Was that a good title?
0: Yeah. Hey. Anniversary show.
1: Anniversary show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 41 episodes. Wow. Queen anniversary show. At 41. I'm Marshall. And,
0: I'm and this Aaron. is Aaron. Welcome to the Two Opinion Guys podcast. Welcome.